What's going on, team? It's another morning here, ready to get into this market. We got Johnson & Johnson talking about paying an $8.9 billion settlement. We got C3AI down big on Tuesday. You guys saw that. FedEx announcing a 10% dividend increase. General Motors pulling into second place in the EV race. We got Gordon Johnson today to talk all about that action there. We'll get into uh, some ratings, UBS double upgrades on a bank. Hmm. We'll talk a little bit about that. And Google says their AI supercomputer is faster, greener than NVIDIA. We'll talk all about that and Walmart reiterating some guidance there. We got a lot to talk about. Of course, you're at the best place to be. The number one place to start your pre-market prep. It's time to rise and shine, team. Let's get it started. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's pre-market prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I'm bidding a penny. I'd buy that stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Guess what? Joel is going to be out for just a few minutes. He'll be joining us in just a few seconds. So I get to bring on Dennis Dick right off the hop and holy cow, what's going on to the markets? Yes, Man, I don't, I, I don't do the rundown as good. So we'll wait for the rundown for Joel, but yeah. we'll just start taking a look at the spy. We'll talk about the action from yesterday, and if anything caught your attention, any particular sectors, industry moves caught your eye, Dennis. Yeah, lots caught my eye yesterday and lots catch my eye here this morning. We have a lot of news here, and it's not all Trump news. If you watch what? CNBC, you think it's only Trump. That's the only thing that happened yesterday. But we had to alert CNBC that there was actually other headlines there breaking because they were yeah, does missing he even Johnson and Johnson. They were missing the um, – what was the other one? I had it written down here. They are missing the Walmart warning. They are missing it Google. all. But we got it. We got it. Of course, we're ready to go, team. We're always ready and always catching the rotations and, and wicked moves out there. I know that you caught one that I, I thought was also interesting, which was in the steel and some of the oil plays. It seemed like there was some wicked turnaround in those. Let's talk a little bit about those names. Uh, one of the ones being, of course, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Valero and these oil names after, of Refiners. course, getting that big pop from the uh the opec cut now you're seeing them get hit right back down to support what do you think about these moves dennis um interesting because the refiners sometimes can move opposite to major oil um mm -hmm. because they're obviously you know taking the oil refining it making gasoline so it's yeah. actually an input for them so sometimes you know you can see they trade with oil stocks but at other times they actually don't so yesterday, for whatever reason, they decided to pull the rug out from underneath all of the refiners, all three of the big names. So you can go Valero, MPC, and then the third one. Wow, it's early in the morning. I trade these things all the time. Who's the third one? MPC, Valero, <laughs> and oh my gosh. Uh, you ready? You ready? I'll give you a, a hint. It starts with a P. P, yeah. There you go. 
So PSX. PSX. Phillips, of Phillips course, 66. Phillips. The yeah, you Phillips. know it's early in the morning when I actually pair trade these things <laughs> and I just couldn't spit it out. It was yeah, on the tip of my tongue. That's how All it is. these things getting hit hard yesterday. And wow. Valero climbing basically. And I'm having problems. I'm in a bad thunderstorm here. So if I lose you, it will yeah, only be lose me, about a minute because I do have mixed. a generator, but it takes it takes hey. ten seconds for the generator to kick in, and then obviously um, I'll be back. But I've been yeah, no back worries, no worries. Power just clicked out, but I think I'm still with you. Still um, with us, still with still us. With you. No worries. So no Valero, one twenty-one to one forty-one over the course of the last week and a half. So climbing, not even over the course of the last three weeks. Three week climb gives two thirds of it back in one day. Yeah. This is the signs of not a bull market folks new core climbing for the last two and a half weeks gives almost the entire move back mm-hmm. in one day so yeah. quietly you can look at the market and say oh things held up pretty well let's look at the cyclical some if you lift up the hood and look underneath there there was yeah. ugly moves yesterday steel moving right back down this is my uh industry outlook here so this is steel overall for me and you can see how that just really took a downturn lumber doesn't look good right in basic materials building materials also turning around we're seeing the reeds get hit as of late aluminum also down towards the low right copper is the only thing that i can see in basic materials it's a little bit higher um but if you look around coal has been turning around paper products are not looking good even the metals, they're, they're like kind of hanging in there. I've been kind of watching to see if the lithium names could get some lift, but not going anywhere, really. And I think that this is an important outlook to see. The only thing that I see moving in basic material is, of course, the gold trade, baby. And that's remaining strong there. Really strong day yesterday. Don't know if you guys caught that, but GLD, really nice day there. All so- signs of not a bull market when gold starts blasting off and we talked about the, the pullback in gold a few days ago saying if we start to get ugly again this pullback is going to be a buying opportunity and it absolutely was and now we see gold breaking out to new highs here again silver as well all of these are little tells little tells that hey there's still some trouble ahead tlt showing some strength last couple days finally showing some strength my buddy already will be liking that because he's along a whole pile of tlt I mean, yes, this is a nice setup. That's a defense trade. TLT, gold, silver, and then seeing cyclicals roll over. That's signs that, hey, maybe there is still a recession coming. Now, there's good news stories here today. We've given you all the bad news. That was from yesterday. Today, we have a lot of good news stories here. Yep. We're going to get into it now. Broke right after 4 o'clock. And that was Johnson & Johnson. Mitch, give us the details. All right, let's go to it. I'm pretty sure Joel is ready. Joel, give me a thumbs up if you're ready. I uh, don't know. That was a Keep thumbs. going. Yeah, yeah, he's ready. I, Joel, thumbs up. ready. I got you, Joel. Right. Sorry, Joel. I just couldn't see it there. Uh, you were on the side screen there. But I got you. You will go to Johnson & Johnson. Uh, Joel's with us now. So Johnson & Johnson said it would pay an $8.9 billion settlement over claims of its talc-based pa- uh, baby powder caused cancer. The company ended sales of the powder as it faced thousands of lawsuits over the alleged health hazard and definitely getting a big lift off of this. This would be paid over 25 years. Some people are saying this is the delay, but of course the settlement would kind of ease the worries here about how much they would be settling over. So Johnson & Johnson getting a nice lift in the pre-market. 
big time. And Joel, your point actually, well, my point, let's, we'll, we'll save Joel's point. My point was four or five days ago, I was talking about this 150 in J&J and just saying, P's come down, starting to get reasonable. We did say there's litigation issues here, which is weighing on the stock. So all of a sudden, the weight of those litigations is lifted here. Still paying pretty big amount here, but I guess the market likes the clarity. They like to know what the bill is going to be. It sounds like, you know, we can look past this thing now. This was a major weight on the stock. So, and you know what? Market playing defense. There isn't a lot of stocks that are better at defense than J&J. Joel, what are your thoughts here? My thoughts are, does anybody know an emergency plumber in the area? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. You got some water problems? Uh well, there's no water. There's no immediate. But um, so we're having 20 people over for Passover Seder. Okay. And Lisa made some potatoes and she basically destroyed our garbage disposal. Oh. So we have no sink and two sinks full of water. And I've, I just called three different plumbers and none of them can come out today. Uh-oh. You can bypass it. 20 oh, people coming who, over. Who's a plumber in Detroit? I know you're I listening know, out man. there right now. If we I was around, you. I'd come. I could do it. I'd no, really? Are you that, yeah. Andy? Yeah, I think Come on, Dennis got that all know. day. Come on. No, That's Dennis you Dick you're right. talking Take about Take the carburetor out, throw it in the garbage, and then As put Dennis on Dick. the other pipe in the place. Pipe, do. pipe. It's just like Legos. You know, pink. Come yeah. on, that's Dennis Dick right Rip here. It you out, got man. this. You are, you do just that stuff, out. man. No if way. it's broken, if the carburetor's broken, just rip it right out of there. Just if it's not it. broken, maybe you want to fix it, but just rip it right know. out of there, bro. They're hard. <laughs> when those carburetors go, I know I've had them before. They usually are hard to fix. Yeah. So it's well, a, is it just gonna... humming, not doing nothing, or it's all just. Lombardo like... says, if I pay for a private uh, plane, he'll be there by the afternoon. Okay, well, two all right, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, we need right. somebody local. There's got to be somebody in the D that just knows don't how buy. Plumb. Don't no, buy. Man, AI what's busy? There's been a lot of rain here and and, and flooding, and people are having problems. But uh, anyways, what a nice run here. No one had any idea about this and Johnson Johnson case being settled. Uh, this is a big move for Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, up straight up three. Of course, you had to market. There was a rotation. One sixty four forty one is that pre market high. You got a couple highs in the wow. That's under one sixty five. One sixty. I'm just gonna go with my. A lot of stock in the book trick is going to happen. I mean, if you're buying this on the open at 163 or whatever, you better hope for an immediate bounce because you're going to have to find buyers to fulfill all those orders, those sell orders off the open. Then you're going to need to find more buyers after the open to get to the pre-market high. So I'll I'll use that pre-market high. It's just a beautiful number on the upside, 164 and a half to 165. I don't think we're going to get there. Um Way down the top of yesterday's range. I don't know. I doubt we'll see that in case the market crashes. 158.97. But, man, it's – I mean, I'm not going to be, you know, someone help fulfilling uh, all those different orders. 159, 159 and a half. Can you see anything, Dennis? 160, 160 and a half, 161. Can you see There's that gonna or be not? Some, yeah, but you got to consider one thing. Like, you see a lot of stuff in the books when stocks are making new highs. We were here three, four weeks ago. So, and again, we've traded a lot of volume up here. So I know it's hard, you know, when you see Johnson Johnson up four or five, you think automatically sell. But one thing to consider is that this has been weighing on the stock. It's a major reason the stock has majorly underperformed the other consumer staples. So, and Johnson and Johnson, you know, is a consumer staple. It's also a drug. So it's got the mix of both of them. But 
I do think this is a buy on pullback. So I'm not. I don't want to chase anything up four bucks. Correct. I just, you know, I don't want to short it here either. I don't want to like say, yeah, it's up four. It's going to come right back in because this was something that was really weighing on the stock. I think I think it's going to struggle to open over one sixty three. And maybe even 162. That's just that's just my take. Yeah, and it may. Yeah. yeah. But that may be a buying opportunity as well. Okay. All right. Okay. So that was the major headline that broke right after the bell. And like again, if you were watching CNBC, you wouldn't know that because they all only covered Trump for the first hour. But you know, here we are. We were trying to help them out and sending them tweets and trying to get them to to obviously <laughs> right, cover team. other stocks. They, the they, other they, major they headline the which broke right after J and J was Walmart. Be- and Before we get to Walmart, I just want to make sure uh, we are going to get ADP number 815 here coming yeah. in. So let me We're go ahead and dead. give that Thanks outlook. For the warning. I, I was trying. I was trying. You know, you know, sold, you guys, sold, sold. I got to interrupt you guys sometimes. All right. No, so I, actually, expecting I do appreciate two, I do appreciate because I was wondering why we were chopping around. So 215 really numbers out as we know, pay attention. Yeah, we're looking for 210,000 here. We got here. I, I had an estimate also on, on Benzinga, 200,000. We got 145,000 versus 200,000 on the non-farm employee change. Uh, that's ADP. Very we'll sharp. see how this affects. I, I've honestly gotten to the point where I don't know if good news is good news, bad news is bad news. I can tell you that. At least you just need to look at the price. It's bad. That's news. it. That's it, right, down, Jill? Right. Yeah. That's it, right? Okay. I mean, let's just keep it like that. Uh, market getting a little bit of a tick down here. We'll see if we take out kind of some lows. What are some levels you'll be looking at, Joel? Just yesterday's say? low is the only thing we got here. Uh, between yeah, between that and thirty five hundred. We've we'll just see. come too far too fast, man. Yeah. I mean, this I think is so it. Too. We're in this environment, and it's not like the bulls are in control, the bears are in control. I've been arguing this for a long while, and I've been correct. We're in a sideways market, man. We're in a sideways market on the S&P. We're in a sideways market on the You better start going down for that. We're kind of in a down market on the IWM. And the other thing to consider is look at the bloody banks, and they are bloody, bloody, bloody. The KRE is almost at the lows, man. I don't care that... You know, we've got certain stocks and bull markets. I know if banks continue to go down the way they're going down and start to go down again, the entire market eventually rolls over with it. Why? Because banks still run the economy. We still need to be able to borrow money to be able to do certain things. And if credit gets tighter because of the banking crisis, that's a problem. So there is this, I truly believe that this rally in the last week and a half was a gift. Again, I think tech is going to outperform, so I still don't mind those stocks relative, but I'm still sticking with a lot of cash for the simple reason is that I see the KRE sitting down here trying to make new lows. I see Bank America. I see JP Morgan, you know, having rough days yesterday. I see all the cyclicals. Before Joel got on, we were talking about the moves in Nucor and in U.S. Steel and in MPC and Valero. I mean, stocks losing 7 8% on no news yesterday. Just losing their entire three weeks of gains, some of them. It's tough, man. It's tough to just say, yeah, we're past it all. When the KRE starts rallying to 45, 46 bucks, you know, starts breaking out and we start seeing FRC start running back to 15, 18, 20, I'm going to feel a lot better about buying stocks. Yeah. I don't feel that great right now about buying stocks. 
No, we definitely uh, just going to the, uh, the you know, looking at DSPY here. I mean, it's just another another rally. You, you were thinking maybe 4,200. Well, for the S&P, I go to the S&P. That's better. You were thinking man, maybe get back to those February highs. But uh-uh, so far, the market's turned. It's still early in the week. Well, I got two. This is going to be a weird week, man. Because of, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, this is a synthetic Thursday, right? And then they're going to do the jobs number on Friday and the market's only going to be, uh, I guess someone said the future's only going to be open for a little bit. So, holy mackerel, if you're ever going to be hedged uh, going overnight, Triple D, I know you always are. That number, holy mackerel, either the bulls or the bears are going to have a lot of fun with that one. Uh, but um, support's tough to find. I've been saying that for a while. And today, I'm just looking. We're down 475. I mean, we we broke a four-day winning streak yesterday. Um, and I think right now, the, bear, the Bears, like, they, they put up their dukes a little bit yesterday. Uh, but if you get another red day, I think I think the tide might have turned uh, for them, at least in the short term. I mean, they put up their dukes, but it's still the same stocks, Microsoft and Apple. And everybody, you know, is arguing on Twitter. It's not just eight stocks. You know, there was other stocks were going up as well. Sure. But if you take those eight stocks out, the other stocks are scratching out. You had half of the S&P that was red in the first quarter. Yeah. You know, some other stocks were up. They weren't all red. If they were all red, those other eight stocks wouldn't have made up for it. So it's not like 492 were down, eight were up. No, eight were up to make up for the other 492 scratching it out. So, I mean, that's still not great. The breadth hasn't been great. We have been riding Apple. We have been riding Microsoft. We've been riding Google. We've been riding Amazon. We've been riding Tesla till a couple of days ago. We've been riding NVIDIA till a couple of days ago, which brings us to our next segue is NVIDIA just put an ugly double top in. Its PE Mm -hmm. is nuts. And now apparently Google is competition. Yeah, Google coming in here and saying that their AI supercomputer is faster, greener than NVIDIA's A100 chip. Google has designed its own custom chip called the Tensor Processing Unit, TPU. Uh, Google's TPU is now in its fourth generation. Google said that it it said that uh, for comparable size system, its chips are up to 1.7 times faster and 1.9 times more power efficient than the system based on NVIDIA's A100 chip. They're hitting NVIDIA on this. It's down yeah. four and a half bucks. I don't think they like the idea of competing with Google. Um, you know, obviously the NVIDIA is still best of breed here. You know, their chips, you know, I don't think Google's telling they're coming in and they're going to be, you know, one of the major chip makers there. But they obviously are saying they've come out with something that seems pretty good. So I'm not a specialist in chips. I'm just a specialist in st- trading stocks. And I can tell you, even before this news this this morning, NVIDIA putting a little double top there was struggling mm-hmm. Possibly kickstarted, you know, there was a couple of commentaries um, on CNBC, a couple of people coming in there, uh, bearish the stock, which sometimes can move it, you know, even more than just for a day. Uh, But I mean, it's just run so far. It checked back to 250. I feel like it's in the cards. I feel like that's not even, you know, it's still in a huge uptrend. I mean, you'd be in the uptrend here if you just took your Jeff Mackey purple crayon. 245, 240, you're still in that, you know, wicked uptrend just from this year. So, I mean, it's been an incredible run. The stock was $108 six months ago. It's 269. I've never made a lot of money buying a stock up 150% in six months. <laughs> that is true. And uh, definitely showing signs of weakness. Definition yesterday. of chasing. 
Definitely. Now with that double top, um, will we start seeing this show up and maybe more technology as we start to get some pullback? Let's get specific here to uh, NVIDIA because that's a stock that's moving. Uh, It's down in the pre-market. Your pre-market low is not in the area of anything. Your pre-market low comes in at 268.50. So, of course, that's the one level you want to, you know, the minor level. But I'll give you the number of the day. The number of the day is 266 because that is the next daily low that you have. If, in fact, the bears can pierce it through 266. The bears, then yet you uh you got about an eight point drop off. Well, you know there's gonna be chop, you know there's gonna be, you know, so we'll go immediately to two uh two fifty-eight fifty. But I'd be keen on two sixty-six on the downside. And now this is you know, this is you know pretty after a top and a double turn on the upside. I think a lot of people would like to see a gap fill here at uh, two seventy-three oh seven. We'll see if some more tech names get hit off of this. Uh, full disclosure, I got AMD short. I'm seeing you like were a short that the other day. You short it again? Yeah, why not? No, I don't know. <laughs> I, just... I can see it. Why not? Hunt. If it pays, it pays, man. I like this trade. And obviously, Heinz of Capital's 2020. It's down a buck here today. But I like a, the AMD 100 level because this yeah. was just, you know, Big levels luck. have memory. And we go to the Joel Alconin book of levels. 100 is absolutely enormous for this. This is in October of 2021, where it bottomed and had the big run up to 160. Then it came all the way back down there in January and bounced right off the 100. Then eventually it did breach it in April of 2022. And, you know, it chopped around there for a bit, tried to get back up in July, failed again. Then it's had the big move down in October to 54. Now you'd almost did a double right to that pesky $100 level here again. So resistance is resistance until it's broken and held. We know we broke it, but we have not held it at all. So I actually like your short off the 100 level. What's your target? So the idea here is if we could break through this support here, we could head down towards that kind of 93 area. And Good I call. could see us yep. going yep. into that area. Yep. So that would be the, the profit target here. And it's going to be really all about can we, if it recovers 95 today, it could recover. So I'll be watching that towards the gate to see if we get some more. That's eight down. cents away. Good call. You got a pair of lows at 92.90 and 93.64. Uh, so, you know, that's it. But I mean, it's, you know, two levels are not super close to each other. Uh, yeah. But if they really want to take this thing out to the woodshed today, uh, you could see 90 bucks, even though the next daily low is at 89.02. Uh, but yeah, you could definitely get a bounce at that 92.9. It's only a buck away, right? How long have you go in the pre-market? You know, and this is one of those charts, Dennis, in the pre, you know, sometimes you see like that flush low and then it's like, you know, you see the 15 minute charts just kind of like, you know, you know, the buyers like, oh, I missed the low. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like that. I mean, you, you do have three 15 minute lows in that area. So if he's looking for that, look for more downside in AMD. We've been trying to get Lisa Sue on the show. And um, it's been oh, tough. Classmate? No, not classmate, Dennis. Oh, what I'm was she? Telling you, she was a clerk for me on oh, the yeah. floor <laughs> when I did the S and P versus the major market index. And you know what we call the major market index? We call them the missiles because, man, if you missed it, that thing took off. It was so oh, thin. Nice. The missiles. They I were wild. The they were wild. Anyways, we're going to get around eventually, but there's NVIDIA and AMD. We'll see what happens with those. Google is going higher, though. I know that we didn't even look at it, but it is going higher. Nice little daily setup as it starts to push a little 
and could keep going. I mean, we're really close to these levels to the left hand yeah. side. What a buy um, so. that was. Um, on the 90s, man. Oh, yeah. man. I'm still you kicking know, myself on that hammered, 90s. Those three days it got hammered because it gave the wrong <laughs> answer because the bard or whatever the hell it's called yeah, that gave was the, the wrong bard. answer. Yeah. That was, you know, one of the dumbest sell offs. And the stock <laughs> came down, put the double That's bottom the stock in market 90, for you. And now it's blasted off here. So, I mean, it's you know sometimes you know just these headlines same thing with the square i mean sometimes oh, you know yeah. but again that came all the way back up i was early on it that day i guess you can't do it on day one <laughs> but anyways it did come back eventually here too i mean sometimes you know there's headlines that are continued drivers and then there's sometimes there's headlines that are just one-offs and I think in the case of obviously the short report on Square, I don't know if that's whatever happened not, with that. Did the company ever come out and say anything? I, I think they just deny this, like whatever, you know, and I don't even know what was in the short report. Yeah, but that's again, I... some of these, you know, guys do fantastic research. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, 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 but, you know, I can't comment, you know, I don't think they're going to be right all the time. And does, does anybody ever check to see if they were buying that day? That's I mean, what I is, would like is to there know. Any kind of, is there any <laughs> there kind of There should be a check on that because – and I'm going to go on the rant. I completely agree yeah. with you, Joel. I don't mind anybody putting out a short report. I don't mind anybody – and if regulators, you're listening here, it's something to think about. I don't mind anybody putting out a short report. I think everybody should be able to voice their opinion. And if you want to you know, get short the stock and put out the short report, that's fine. But I would have a very big problem if they were covering into it the next day. I'm not saying – we have no idea. We don't know. We know, have, have no idea. what they're doing. But if they were covering into it the next day, that's where I would have a very big problem because that's just the opposite of a pump and dump. You know, like that's all that is. So I, I think it, they're all fine. I think these companies yeah. are all fine as long as they're not covering into it the next day. But if they're loading up short, then putting out a short report, and then the stock tanks, and then they're covering into the news that they created. That's where I would have a problem. So hopefully they're not doing yeah. that. Yeah, and I, and I think that's why it's an important thing that you'll see certain uh, short reports that actually don't even put positions on. They just actually put out the report. I think that's something to look at too. But let's go to another short report that actually hit doing some of that, these stocks. That should be cracked down on. If they and hopefully they're not. Hopefully they're still short the stock and it's their thesis and it plays out for them. Yeah, I yeah. I would hope that they're not covered already because then I would have a serious problem with that. And well, I, it's, so, it's such an easy thing for the regular. I just don't understand what the heck they're doing there. I mean, well, we don't know. So maybe thing. they're not doing that though. Maybe they're not covering into it. You know, but like I, I would hope the regulator that. is looking at that though on these short reports. I think that's low hanging fruit. It is. So I would hope so that they are not. actually looking at that. But we we don't know. We'll never know. You know, they don't have to disclose what they're doing or when they're covering or anything like that. But the regulator can certainly look into it. Well, so I mean, they, I, they can... I think, and we're not accusing anyone here. I'm just saying, if that is happening, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. You could do it in your uncle or your sister or your buddy or someone that lives across the country. All of that they're, should they're... be investigated. Yeah. All of that should be investigated. Okay. So, well... I mean, it's fine. Put out the short report. Let the thesis play out over the course of months or even years. Cool. But if they're covering into it the next day, I think that's a serious issue. And I don't know. Again, I'm going to just clarify here. We have no idea what any of these companies are doing. We're not accusing anyone here. We're just saying, I hope that's not happening. Yeah, I hope that's not happening, of course. Um, we could just pull that in at least just to take a peek at AI. AI get hit yesterday Ooh, with yeah. a short report. Uh, Curstale Capital. 
Um, and one of the things that they disclosed about this, they said that they sent this to the artificial intelligence software auditor. Um, and so it looks like there's some auditing issues that they're bringing up. Um, so we'll see what happens with AI. Um, that stock definitely got hit hard yesterday from 32 down to below 24s. So we'll see what happens with these AI stocks overall. And this is why I think we've all been raising the warning flag with these AI plays. Yes, it's hype that's driving these. And if you look underneath the hood, these companies aren't the best fundamental companies. So just be careful out there. Well, yeah, you guys say fundamentals. It's valuation that has always been a trouble for a lot of these plays. And I mean, this is a sudden move. Again, you know, I would hope. Who was who? Who was this firm that was uh, put the short report out? Carisdale. Carisdale. Like I would hope Carisdale is not covering into that yesterday, and that's yeah. cool. You want to put the short report, and you think it's overvalued. I didn't read the report, you know, but you know, you want to short the stock, put the short report. Just hold on. That's all I would say. Like if you're covering into the next day, I would have a problem with it. So I don't think that's happening. I would hope that's not happening um, because obviously then it just feels like manipulation. But you know, uh, if they're holding it, thinking this thing's going back to 10 bucks and they're holding on for that. You know, as Dan Nathan would say, have at it. Uh, uh, Gene Munster, if you guys missed the special on Monday, he talked directly about this. I'm going to, uh, we got an article on Benzinga talking about it, about the cycles with the hype and tech and the things mm -hmm. that go through. So Gene made some excellent comments on that. I just put the article in there. Also in the article is a clip. So you can go and uh, see what he said. He, what else he made comments on? Apple, Tesla, Google. The whole thing. So you should definitely, if you're interested in AI, you should check that out. Dennis, watch your bids here. Forty-one twenty-one. Leaking, leaking, yeah, we're leaking. leaking. You know what? I don't. Oh boy, I don't know if we're going to see on change today. It's one of those days where you know that that job or the eight jobless claims or whatever. They like that was that was a poor attempt at a rally here today. I think we might. I think we might see a get under forty-one hundred today if things keep going like this. We will have to check the numbers. All right, another major news. Let's go to FedEx as they announced a 10% dividend increase to 44 cents per share per quarter. They also hiked their quarterly dividend uh, by 10% to $1.26 and said that drive transformation is expected to generate $4 billion in permanent cost reductions in fiscal year 25. Hmm. FedEx. Um. We've had some good headlines here today. Johnson & Johnson, FedEx. These are headlines that you'd think, you know, could drive the market higher here. Unfortunately, I think we just got a situation where there's a lot of weight from other sectors here today. The banks making new lows is not helping the fact. You know, that NVIDIA news, obviously not helping either with it down $5 here right now. So other things being equal, you'd think like with FedEx, we haven't even talked to the Walmart, but they took the Walmart news in stride. And Johnson and Johnson pop, and you think, ah, eh, maybe you know this market's getting some good news here today, but does not appear to be the case, obviously. And the market's rolling over here once again. Uh, good news. I mean, you got to pop. I don't have anything for you here until two forty on the monthlies. If you want to hold out for that, you can drill down on your your dailies and your weeklies and probably find something else. But if you're looking just for a short term target here, two thirty four ninety eight. Uh, that was the initial surge high. So keep an eye on 234.98. Uh, close that bracket at 234. So just leak. Market ain't helping in here. So we'll see. I I remember the, this stock had good earnings a couple weeks ago when it was a down market. And uh, the opening tick was like, bam, 
the high of the session. So not sure some headlines, I feel like a Johnson and Johnson. It's weighed on it for so long. I feel like that could actually hold up. You know, it might give it back some, but I feel like that's going to be a buying opportunity. This FedEx headline, I feel like, is more not that exciting. You know, a, a little raise in the dividend. Yeah, we're going to do something with the company's consolidation. I feel like this is a selling opportunity in FedEx. Okay. All right. So, let's go. I, so two stocks doing pretty much the same thing, popping up on their own individual headlines. But I'd rather be in the J&J than the FedEx. We're let's headed go. towards yesterday's low at uh, 15 and a quarter. Let's go to an interesting one that I just saw hit the tape a little while ago. Chat calling it out also. Like always, appreciate you guys. Pelantier Technologies trading higher after the company announced an expansion of its partnership with Microsoft. Well, that's always a big name. When you get a small company and they get to talk to a big name like Microsoft, it always gets a pop. Yeah, so, that's a good... And you know what? Consolidation station for Palantir, really. This 8 to 825, 835 area. So now you break out from that. Tough day to have this news on because we're starting to leak, you know, and we started to leak yesterday in the markets. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, getting a pop, I'm not surprised it's popping. Uh, yeah, and it's this one little different pre market chart, right? Because you're holding up near the highs of the session. Uh, I'd rather uh, be a buyer if it came back down to the 850 area than trying to chase it at eight, 878 and hope it blasts through nine. Only one daily high here. I mean, this came down hard, I think it was off earnings. Daily highs are thin at 910 and then over 950 at 971. So support it, you know, see if it comes down. Maybe get a gap fill on this one when one week seller comes in. All right. Let's go to um, let's go to UBS double upgrade of First Citizen Bank shares. Um, and I think this is interesting here. Uh, we got to take a look to see what happens with the banks. But UBS saying that we view the balance sheet more well positioned to handle the recession going forward, given the low loss nature of SIVB's loan portfolio, which should result in a higher quality earnings stream. Uh, this was which stock by is UBS this First Citizen. Is it that that high price one? Yeah, that high price one. Uh, they're, F- they're coming in with a double upgrade here. UBS. It's got too many letters in it. FCNCA. Yeah. So this had the crazy gap, and it's still going, and it's a thousand dollar stock. FCNCA. Once they have five letters in it, I don't even look at it. I don't know what the hell. As soon as there's five letters in the ticker symbol. Yeah. My my biggest thing is it's pretty interesting. Uh, you know. Pretty much UBS coming in here and putting it in a double upgrade. They had this as a sell, so they're putting this to a buy. That's, 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 that might be the stupidest rating change I think I've ever seen on a like a stupid stock. I mean, come on, it's just ridiculous a thousand, here. A thousand dollar stock. Where were you when it was at six hundred? Six hundred a week and ago. You, you bring yeah. it from a sale to a buy here. Chasing. I mean, oh Definition. That's as chases can be, man. That might be the chase of the of the entire history of this Preston. Show. They don't like you too much here. <laughs> no, we're not Murphy. a fan. We don't. Not like a this. fan of that Boo. chase there. Boo to this upgrade. Boo. Yeah, it's, up, it's been we'll up five see. bucks, trading up ten on odd lots. I ignore this because it's just too thin for me to Definitely. trade. Definitely, I, like I don't think too many people are trading the nine hundred dollars stock. This is a thin one. It's widespread. It's thin. No, no, thank you. Move on. We're done with that one. Definitely what about Schwab? Push Talk Schwab. 
Let's do Well, we could take a look at Swab. It's down there almost to $50. And it's just below keeps coming $50 down. here, Mitch. It's yeah. taken out the 50 Oh, here. We man. are perilously close to the lows. I know Kramer's been tooting its horn at 55, 54, 53, saying this eventually turns it around. It's not listening to Kramer right now because it continues to go the, down here. Obviously, we had the wash out of the move way down to 45. But as it continues to leak down to those lows, it's concerning. And the main thing that Schwab is concerning you know, it's one thing, you got SIVB, you know, we got Signature Bank. A Charles Schwab is like a Lehman Brothers. Like, I mean, in like the size of it, it would be, you know, as it continues to go lower, that's a major problem for the market. So we need Schwab to not make new lows. We need Schwab to hold that 45. For this market to turn around and make new highs and go back to the 420 and 430 and you know everybody's partying again in the biggest bull market that we've seen since 2020 for that to happen schwab yeah. needs to turn around schwab this will not happen if schwab continues to leak and as schwab continues to leak people start getting concerned and yeah, a lot I of people a, have a lot, a lot of, of money at schwab yeah that's what I'm, I'm a little bit wondering do they know something that we don't because it seems like the company has come out countless times and said that they're fine there's nothing wrong here, but that's not what the price action is telling us. And no. is, yeah, yeah, it's not what the price action is telling us. And is it is it just Schwab, right? Are they going after the other brokerages, right? Like I, I, I be, I be, uh, I be R, right? Interactive brokers isn't getting hit as hard, right? I mean, this is where it gets confusing of why they're just going after Schwab here. Uh, exactly. There, you know, you see IBKR holding up very, very well here. There's certain stocks that have held up very well. I don't get why Schwab. I haven't looked into the books. Like, I don't understand the difference yeah. here. Why Schwab is getting hit, but Goldman's held up pretty good. Morgan's, you know, they're all leaked, but nothing to the tune of Schwab. Schwab, they're they're hit. They've hit it a lot harder here. It's going to be a fabulous buy opportunity. Or it's not. I mean, and this is the <laughs> stock market, right? So yeah, I just don't know why they're getting it. They're hitting it so hard. And that's why I'm just staying away. All right. Let's go to one more upgrade here. Um, and we'll see if it gets actually moving here. You guys, I wanted to bring a, a famous one for us. Of course, none other than, you know it, Dennis. You know it. You could say it, my friend. What is that one? The Dutch Bros, of course, oh, bros. getting up an upgrade today. Wedbush upgrading Dutch Bros to outperform, announcing $37 price target. And I could also bring in Starbucks with it because Starbucks has been ripping since their uh, kind of, they had their- Since um, they fired the person who tried yeah. to start the union. And, and, yeah, and the, the union thing. And they also had, of course, uh, in front of, was it Congress or was it the Senate? Um, the hearing yeah. that they did. Um, ever since then, that's that's done a huge turnaround from like kind of 99 back up to 104.50s. So keeping an eye on, on these stocks to see if Starbucks can keep pushing higher. But it's been a monster move for Starbucks. Can it get back there maybe to the 110s? Mm. I, I don't get the Starbucks, to be honest with you. I don't. Why is it going higher? Yeah. No, I don't get it at all. What's the P on bros? Does it uh, make money? Bros make money? Uh, I think I think they were just slightly positive last is time. Is the coffee better? Is the coffee better? No, it's the the way that the business is run. I feel like oh. it's better. Why do you go to Bros instead of Starbucks? Or... Because it, 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 why would you go there? It's just kind of like a drive-through. 
easier drive through two lanes you can do you can do like the chick-fil-a ordering where you're like you know you're having your employees out there taking the orders and they're just coming back around it's just a drive-through think about it like just a drive-through and Mitch, I think when did you do money. your uh what did you do your uh your thing on on bros when you went there and you did a special on it when yeah, was that yeah, that was a, that was a little while back that was when i was still in colorado but i i enjoyed it i mean what was that was what was that um, it, like it, it wasn't in 23. It was sometime in 20. Was it in, or was it in 21? No, I think we were looking at this in actually 21. I don't even think it was in 22. 21. Um, I, yeah. Ooh. I think this was in 21. And I remember I played this thing from like 46 to like 60. I didn't get that ride to 80, <laughs> but hey, hey. you didn't cut on the way down. Exactly. Uh, Whitebush, this 32 to 34 area looks kind of open. Uh, I mean, you can pick your poison, 33, 43. I think before you get to 34, I'll see what happens at 33, 60, because 33, 65, there's a pair of highs right there. Keep an eye on that. Starbucks, I'm not seeing much in Starbucks. Uh, if this this 105 and a half, 106 area, but that's still like a buck and a half away, so... Also, with this Starbucks, you've taken back half of this move. Uh, so let's see, you can like stabilize, hold this 104, a couple bids, and then turn up and test that 106 area. You, you hear it from our chat here, Khalib, saying, I drive by bros at 10 o'clock at night, and it's packed like it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Who drinks coffee at 10 o'clock at night? You'd be surprised, the bros man. people, man. The bros, baby. The pros. <laughs> The bros, the bros. I keep this by my desk every every day, man. Come on. <laughs> Gotta have the bros. All right, let's let's transition. Let's over. do the ONON. It's downgraded here today. Ooh. That stock has been just the monster of all monsters. Who, who, I who mean, was brave enough to downgrade that? Yeah, today? look, it got downgraded today. I mean, here's here's a contrarian call for you. Is that Mr. Bear? Conan. Well, yeah. Let's go look. Who's downgrading the sucker? Yeah, I didn't even catch that one. So, like, I think I have. Uh... Yeah, here it is. On on, downgraded by Baird. Baird downgrades this thing to, to neutral. neutral. Now it's this thirty-three dollar price target. I guess they hit their target. So here's a good call, Jonathan Cup, ringing the register. You know, He's I ringing like the register. Yeah, I like that. He made a good call. He was long. He was bullish the stock. Turn around, downgrade the thing when it gets up to your <laughs> price target. That's the way it's supposed to be done. Take the profits and run. He must listen to pre-market prep. So oh, much well, you like know what? Jonathan Cobb in the <laughs> register. I like this guy. Oh, wow. You know who you know who's been on this longer than uh than Jonathan Cobb? Who's that? Whatever. Who? Michael Crockett. Oh. Is my, nice. Are you here today, Michael? This guy has been asking me about this stock, like in pre-market prep plus, I don't know, for every day for I don't know, for months. Nice. And, you know, it's Great. just kind of like a slow mover, you know, and I'm like, you know, I to give him, I'm like, ah, this ain't, you know, it needs to clear 22. And I don't know if he's run the uh, the reg uh, register in it yet, uh, but the downgrade here, I mean, you just look at yesterday's action. It's opening the yesterday's low. So if the street's just going to shrug this off, then I think, you know, you catch a bid here. If not, Michael, uh, you might get a look if the if the people decide to take some profits in here. There's no good support until twenty nine ninety five, twenty nine eighty six, and this is the shoe company. Got to hold that thirty. You got to hold that thirty. I tell you, I saw those those uh, those treads at the at the gym the other day. Are they, cool? and they look pretty cool. They look light. I did. I switched from the Nike. I got some Asics, but man, next time I need some. Uh, to try some the treads. on on. I might, I might try them. 
Roger yeah. Federer started this. Yeah, company, exactly, right? man. Uh-huh. Oh, he's a big yeah. supporter. He's a big supporter. How much of is it. a pair of these on on shoes? I don't know. Let's find I, out. I, I think very, very similar price. Very similar no, price. No, to like they're not five hundred dollars. <laughs> My last pair of runners is like 120 bucks. So what, kind did an... you, what kind did you get, Dennis? Uh, I think it's Skechers. I think the Skechers. You paid I 120 for Skechers? Skechers? Well, Man, Dennis gets, Dennis so gets ripped off cheap. That's cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's a 90 you have. Yeah, well, that's that's expensive. Canadian, I, got right? some, I like Skechers. I got some of those, man. Uh, I, I like them. They're good shoes, too. The Skechers are good. You got a shoes. dog. You know that Snoop Dogg commercial? He's kicking back in the White House, and Martha Stewart's asking, "How do you do it, dog?" It's like, I got "Come on, sketchers, man! You, you man. think you think Snoop Dogg actually sketchers, gets caught man. dead in Sketchers? Come on, I, man! Come I, on, I go buy them. I'd buy them just because of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I'd buy them over Crocs. I love Snoop Dogg. Well, I, I'll, I'll see Snoop Dogg Dog in. I get to see Snoop Dogg in like a month or two at VCon. I'll, oh I'll see if he's gosh, wearing I'm the so sketches. I'm so jealous of you. Seriously? You got Snoop Dogg tickets? Of course, man. Guys, oh, guys check out Snoop where, where Dogg. You to, where are you going to see him at? VCon, man, with Gary V. Of course. Come on. My man Chris Ketchy and I are going to be out there. Ketchy's going too? I yeah. want the invite for this one. You can get Dennis, you never go anywhere. One. You're not going. <laughs> I don't know if you want to be around the NFT environment. A little but... gin and juice action, man. Can't beat it. All right, let's transition. I got you guys. I'll reel us in a little bit. Um, let's take a look at General Motors. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but they're actually pulling ahead in the race to be uh, a little bit of a Number distant two. second um, to Tesla, but passing Ford, right? Ford was number two last year. Um, so they're able to pass forward. They sold more than Hyundai and Kia and Volkswagen. Um, so GM sold more than 20,000 EVs for the first quarter. What do you guys think about GM? Uh, Ford and GM, I'm just kind of sitting here neutral on. If we go into a recession, it's going to be troublesome for them. So there's going to be a time to buy Ford and GM. I just feel like now is not that time. I heard on a Dennis. I, I heard on the, on the radio on uh, the way to the pool this morning that like they're selling cars. That uh, the demand is up. There's a New York uh, auto show going on right now. So I, th- I think the sales numbers are up so far. So I yeah, know, but year over year they're down significantly. Can we get those numbers here? I don't Mitch? know. Just from year over know. year, GM and Ford numbers were down. I mean, again, expectations in the gutter here, though. So that's one thing you've got to consider is that expectations, you know, are pretty low for a lot of these companies here. I'm trying to look. GM on, on April the 3rd gave the number 603,000 units. was up 17% from, from I don't know if that's from the previous quarter. Tracked about 50,000 EVs. I'm trying to just fly through it here. No, we just don't have the research done in time. But yeah, okay. Last I'm just, time I looked, GM and Ford numbers were actually down year over year. Why did I hear that? Well, what came out? Well, they may be coming up lately. Like it depends how you compare, right? You know, from yeah, it's a comparable. Okay. I thought like, okay, man, those people were yeah, to Detroit radio station, right? Oh they're yeah, gonna make, for they're sure. Gonna make the a, uh, yeah, Ford <laughs> killing it, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, I don't know what it's doing. It's only down twenty-one cents here in the pre-market. Not much is traded. Looks no like you touch. got a little bit of a roadblock here. It looks like you got a firm thirty-six seventy-five seller. So if you can knock them out, you know maybe get into the thirty-seven handle. But looks like they've been there for three days and don't know if they're done selling there yet. 
we'll see what happens with GM and, of course, the EV story. That's a longer one to kind of keep an eye out for. And remember, distant second to Tesla right now. Still far, far away, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but the know, competition is coming. It's I coming. Mean, it's it's coming. coming. That That's for Tesla's sure. Tesla's not always going to have – what's their share of EV right now? Like 70% or something crazy? Yeah, it's like 78 Some. It isn't going to be 78% forever, folks. It's going to eventually be falling down. The pie is going to get much bigger, but the Tesla share will get smaller. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a while, right? I think but also that's one Musk, thing. He's done everything right, except this yeah. whole doggy thing on Twitter. Right? So I think he's done wrong. <laughs> you don't like to see the doggy coin on Twitter, and man? Doggy like, coin on Twitter. The, the low the of the day. Do you look at the corner of your Twitter feed, Joel? And it's got the doggy coin thing in the corner of it? I hardly. You know what? I hardly. I bring it up here. Is it still there today? I right in the very right. little corner, there's the doggy coin there. One thing to mention, though, if if he has some Dogecoin, is he pumping it? I, you know, he, yeah. I don't. It's still there. I just it, is it is that it's is that considered there. like oh, a? Yeah, I mean, it, it went up because it was it was on that little thing Ridiculous. on Twitter. So who knows, right? I mean, they are that organ. Twitter is so poorly run. It is. Yeah, it's so badly run right it's now. So it's so badly run for that for that Q two uh, Q two preview that we were doing. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe do like a few tweets or something like that. Whatever, I don't know, promote it or whatever. And so uh, I checked into it, and they're like, like they came back with like some kind of like convol. They actually came back with some convoluted answer that they couldn't take my money. And then they said they, 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 they you're they, offering them money. They couldn't take it. Yeah, they couldn't take it. And then they said they were going to get back to me. And <laughs> they so still have trying to promote they, on Twitter. Pay them they, to promote yes. your thing, and they couldn't take your money. Yeah, and then they Mosk, told are me, you listening to this? Maybe some firing and <laughs> it's, it's a man. That, that thing is such. Yeah, a be zero. careful. You you're gonna get that whole team fired, Joel. What? The whole team's gonna. That whole team just got fired. He just got fired. I don't think Joel. there's anybody left. We didn't name any names, so you don't know who it was. Just like, Elon's just like get rid of. She get him like, out of there. Take Joel's money. We need that money. <laughs> we know. need it. We need that money. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take us to something else, team. I know it's been a a fun show for sure. Uh, we're not holding back like always. You guys can drop in some we don't tickers. We hold back. Uh, that's just what we do here. Let's go ahead. We didn't do the Walmart. To... I keep talking. Let's do the Walmart. Get it. Yeah, it's a yeah, Walmart we... conference or something like that. They popped out. Oh, we'll give a little guidance here. And it kind of just snuck that in there. I was like, oh, it's not that good. Stock got hit, but bounced back. I mean, it's a reiteration here. Q, Q, Q1 adjusted EPS at a dollar twenty-five to a dollar thirty. Uh, estimate was at a dollar thirty. Fiscal year twenty-four adjusted EPS five dollars and ninety cents to six oh five versus a six twelve estimate. So uh, they also said that by the end of fiscal year twenty-six, the company believes roughly sixty-five percent of the stores will be serviced by automation. Um, so that's interesting for there. The guy. Yeah, no more no more stalkers needed because it looks like the, the robots are going to be. Yeah. yeah, the robots, the AI. Here we go. Over, They're man. taking our jobs, man. They're taking Skynet. it, man. Skynet is here. There's one thing that I notice now is when I start going to Walmarts, they like almost force you to go to the self-checkout. Oh, they're everywhere, dude. You know it's, what? And that, it's such a pain because if, if you buy a bunch of fruits and vegetables and everything and the yeah. code's not on it, 
I mean, they I know only have they two are. registers open. Maybe, yeah, maybe two they're, registers they're, open. But you know what? I I wonder how much. I wonder how much theft there is. Like with that, you huge know? amount, Joel. That's yeah, actually a really I, good mention. It's huge yeah. amount. Um, yeah. and, and it's something that they're trying to use AI for also, um, using like techniques to kind of catch people, um, sliding different things. People try like to put barcodes on top of barcodes, things yeah. like that. It's I mean, sometimes all your stuff doesn't fit on there and it starts falling off and then you got to call the lady over and I don't know, it's been a lot of time. Yeah. And then that. I, if I get my beer through there, I got to show ID and then wait and stuff. Come on, man. No, but yeah. do you remember? I mean, you guys, you guys remember when we, we used to go to the store and there used to be like 30 registers, 30 know, different people working like at those good. registers. Now that's you go to McDonald's and you only have that self-service kiosk. Exactly. Self-service. I was just at Wendy's. I was at Wendy's like three days ago, new Wendy's up here. And I was like doing Wendy's. I'm trying to type in the bloody thing. And I'm like tapping and it's not like maybe I just don't have electricity in me or something. I'm getting old. So I'm like trying to tap the screen. I'm like tapping again and again and again and again. I'm like, I want this thing. I'm trying to tap it, man. And this Wendy's just opened a month ago. This thing's like brand new. No, 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 not working at all. Finally, I throw in the towel. I'm like, this is taking me an hour to put in my order here. And I stand up at the one till because they have one till. I stand up there and I was probably faster. So they definitely don't have those things perfected. Uh, hey, Jeff. Go ahead, I go just ahead, want go. to say real quick, um, Dennis, I mean, you didn't give the old uh, if uh, Walmart closes at 147.23 and it trades down to 144.29 and you're selling, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. I yeah. mean, a three buck move in Walmart. That's like that's a, a very big move. That's yeah. a bit like that's a, like a monthly. Uh, they bought it, it back right away. Yeah. So. But anyways, a pair of highs, uh, just under, there's a 149 seller, 148 and a half, 149 sellers. So be aware of that. Really not much of a gap fill. So if you interpret this as uh, uh, bad news, then you really don't have, you can short. If you want to short now, you're right at yesterday's low and close, 147.02 and 147.23. All right. Last comment uh, about what we were just talking about. I think it's really interesting how Amazon has done this in certain places. And I have gone through one or two of these where you go into the store and you don't need to scan everything. It just literally automatically reads it as you're walking out. The well, only thing awesome. you do is you walk up, you scan your card, right? So that you're like already has your payment information. Then you go inside, you grab whatever you need and you just walk out. That's like awesome. You just walk out. Like, I want to be long and it charges you. that. Yeah. And I think that that that's, that's the future right there. Amazon has this. Think um, about how fast you'd be checking out. How awesome is that? Yeah. Walmart, I think. Walmart, Future is going to be like that, I think. Um, that's it, awesome. Where you can just, you're going to go in, you're going to slide your card as you're walking inside the gates and anything you grab inside those gates and walk out of the gate. It's wow. going to charge you for it. That's cool. Yeah. So that could be the future there. Just to kind of bring up something that Melton Down brought in the I chat. Like Shout out to you in the chat there. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's get to our Trade Zero segment today. We're going to take a look at what stocks are moving out here. All right, team, let's get to the action. Let's take a look at what's moving out there right now. First thing that comes up to me is a gold stock AU. This is one that I had at 17, kicking myself for selling it a little bit Boy. early. Uh, Joel, you still with us? Yeah, I got breaking news. 
Oh, breaking news plumber. from Joel Plummer. You, you got go. it, baby. You got plumber, it. Plumber, baby. Bullets good old, good old Levita Sons. You know, sometimes when you're it, nice was to somebody from the chat. No, no, Levita Sons <laughs> is a place we called yesterday. You know, sometimes when you're nice to customer service, you get a lot different response. I'm telling I agree you, man. with that, Joel. Yeah, what's that saying? You know, you get more bees with honey than you do with. Well, I don't know what the back part of it is. But. All right, let's go to the trade zero segment. <laughs> what, what do you got for me? What honey. do you got? I was taking a look at gold. AU, AU, really nice move as of late. Gold has been really pushing strong here. Um, what do you think about the gold trade overall? Can oh, this just man. keep going, I, man? I mean, I don't. It's been know. a monster. I've had this in my put, not Newmont. Oh, someone asked about that on uh, on uh, pre-market prep plus yesterday. Yeah, and NEM, I said, nice little setup yeah. on that one. I mean, gold, it's going to go up until it's going down. You know, one day you're going to come <laughs> in and it's going to be down like 70 bucks. And that's, like, it is. I, I, that's the way. So it, it's hard, yeah. but it is, this is breaking out. And I don't even like the like, new all time high. What's the particular stock? AU. AU. Uh, yeah, I mean it's bid, it's up at the pre-market high. I'm just gonna give you a month. I can that's all I could do is give you 2696. And that was a monthly high uh going back in uh, uh March of 22. That's the only thing I got. We'll see what else is going on. It's just gold moves. It is um, the best ticker symbol, though. Takes me right back to chemistry class. AU. Yeah, that's why it gets me, Dennis. That's why it gets me right like there. But um, and then you got MCK, of course, McKesson up today. Take an eye and look at that one. Also, I would look at Cigna Group. Of course, we heard about the Medicaid numbers uh, and how that could maybe affect these. What do you think about those charts? Cigna McKesson. McKesson's on here. Yeah. Oh, really? it's it's it just tech Finra. That's just an odd. That was it's um, just an odd, an odd print there. Trade, yeah. Yeah. Here, I mean, clears well, three sixty five. You know, it's been moving. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of there. There's a lot of the healthcare stocks have been really turning it around here. What about yeah. Cigna? Cigna Group. That is up. I believe upgraded today. I thought I saw that go by. Maybe I made it up. I thought I saw it go by the earlier. I see a lot of news go by, and then it's in my head. I thought I saw an upgrade. Yeah, CIA. Raymond Dane's upgrade. RJ, RJ. I mean, from outperformed. It tried, they, it tried to come back from the Medicare news that we had on Friday night, and gave yeah. basically it back. And now it gets upgraded. So it's right back up there again. I like it's these. the ugly downtrend in this one. Yeah, there's some some room. I mean, you got the pop, the two, the pop's really not even much. You really just pop. You haven't even hit yesterday's high yet. So if this is upgrades for real, they're gonna run with it. They'll go to take this to two sixty one eighty two and beyond. Two day high two sixty four thirty five. And Domino's Pizza, Domino's Pizza showing up here. Nice little spike in Domino's today. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm not just trade, just chilling too. Again, that's a Finra print, um, which is off exchange. But Domino's, uh, what do you think of the chart here, Joel? We've come back, we're trying to fill that gap. Was that yeah. gap? Earnings? I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, an earnings move. I mean, you got you got a wall at 333, you get through that, and then you're, you're getting into the gap. But until you can get above that 333 looks like uh you know path of least resistance is lower you even backed off from there you closed at 328.97 so I'll, I'll put that a four star level for now better get let's, over that or it's going back down let's go to what's down all right let's do it let's get to the action right, i'll let you guys get the down ones i hop uh triple d i'm gonna call you at the top of the hour okay well, this isn't good for me, ALB. I didn't even notice this one down seven bucks. I'm long this thing in the long-term account. This thing's killing me. It's horrible. Straight down. Yeah. Lithium play. 
lithium is not hot right now. So. And, you know, one of the things that what I look at often, I don't know if it's the ALB related, but whenever I see Tesla start getting smacked, yeah, I always it. see these like kind of lithium names start getting smacked also. Um, but yeah, downgrade here by BOA. to underperform, uh, which is sell. Mm-hmm. man. And the yeah, price target right here. This is where it's really kind of a change. 262 to 195. They were at 262, now 195. Yeah, that's gonna be a big change, right? Yeah, um, well, they, they looking... just followed the price here on it. So mm-hmm. downgrade. They're just following the price well. there. So, so we'll here's my problem here. with it. Why didn't you not tell me to sell it? I wish I would have listened to you back at 260. Now yeah. you're telling me to sell it, it's 201. And you're putting a 195. So you want me to sell it for the $6 loss? And I just lost 60 because you had a 261 price target on there. Boo to this analyst. Boo neck. Yeah, that's how it is sometimes. Of course, uh, Steel Dynamics, that's a steel name going down today. We talked about those steel names, how they got hit hard yesterday. We'll look to see if that continues. Here's an interesting one turning around Sony. Mm, Sony has been strong since kind of November. And this is kind of a seasonal play that I look at often for it to start Tax turning around. around so yeah, now it's starting to turn around here. Uh, I don't know if I'd be, you know, looking for too much more on Sony after this recent We've run. We've had a big run. Again, you've got to put it in perspective. Some of these stocks have just had pretty big runs here. Yeah. So I think if you're buying back to February and March, now you're buying a rep. I don't make a lot of money buying reps. Up 10 bucks in a week and a half or two weeks. It's a big move of 12%. So I'd w- wait for a pullback now. Just my opinion. All right. And the last one, maybe CrowdStrike with these uh, kind of uh, cybersecurity plays. They have been just climbing, climbing, climbing. Can they continue to climb? And I'll also bring up, of course, Pan W, the kind of leader there. That's also been climbing, climbing, climbing. Can Where's this continue P-A-N-W? going? PANW, wow, that's just been a monster. Eh? I guess it's still best of breed. And this thing yeah. is just not even far from all-time highs. Think about the market environment that we've been in for, you know, nosebleed valuation, growthy tech names. And this stock is just not that. I mean, wow, what a comeback here. 130, 196. Now, again, trouble is like, it's that run so far. So, I mean, yeah, if you like relative strength and you think the runs continue and you're that kind of trader, but we're just in this market where contrarian trading has worked so much better than momentum trading. You know, and I'm a testament to that. I had a really good year last year. Why? Because I'm fading moves. And that was the year we were in. So I think that we continue to be in that environment where the fade trade continues to work. And, you know, that's being shown here in the last couple of days. There's a lot of chops still ahead. Hard to chase stocks. We'll see what happens. And that's going to do it for our Trade Zero segment today. Like always, you guys can check out the short locates that Trade Zero has to offer. And also check out their Zero Pro program. Just threw up a link so that you guys can get those three months for free on that flagship software. Let's go ahead. We're going to start wrapping up the show here. Any outlook here? Uh, Dennis, just expecting a little bit more chop action or could you see that maybe the uh, i think a lot of chop around. yeah no no i think we're gonna have chop i think you know there's people who are underweight tech that if tech pulls back enough you're gonna get some buys i mean okay. nvidia i don't know if i want to come in on day one here 250 you know if we check back but it's just run so far i mean that's where we're at here at this point in time is the stocks have run way too far i think and i think we need to cool off we need a cool period you know cool off a little bit doesn't mean the bull market in tech is dead. I think tech still outperforms the overall market here going forward because I think the overall market's going to get ugly. I'm meaning, you know, I think some of the cyclicals, 
some of the, the weakness there could continue, especially, you know, because those are a lot of the cyclicals have a lot of debt. Credit gets tighter, you know, interest rates still kind of hanging out up here. Mm-hmm. That can be trouble. So, I mean, it's not just about the banks. Like people just think, oh, I don't need the banks. Who needs the banks? Well, I don't know. They, they lend. It's why the IWM is down so much. Some of the smaller companies are dependent on credit. So if these smaller banks are, you know, in trouble, then all of a sudden credit gets tighter. So, I mean, until we start really turning it around, it's hard to get bullish. Tech's still the best place to be, though. I believe that as well. And I've been saying that. But I still just don't want to be long in the market. We'll see what happens there. And definitely with the cyclicals, is a high beta names, right? As you know, with the high beta names, they can go up fast, but they can also come down just as fast. Be careful out there. Like always, go do Crazy what you fast. do best, Dennis. Go get into your trading action. We'll see you a little bit later. You guys keep up with everything Dennis does. All right, let's get you guys over. And I do want to apologize to the chat. I did, of course, see the comment there about Gordon Johnson. Looks like Gordon Johnson kind of canceled out on us today. We'll look to try to get him back on in the future. But like always, we're going to keep rolling here on Benzinga. You guys stick around. we got a lot more for you coming up. Of course, we got live trading coming up. We also got a great Benzinga live for you guys today. Stick around for that. That's going to start up at 11 a.m. So we got a great show for you guys here on Benzinga. You don't got to go anywhere. Hit the like button, and let's keep it moving right here on Benzinga.